What's the most important game on the Aggies' schedule? On3 gave their opinion, and I disagree. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on into Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. We're going to get right into it. This is a weird, weird list on three put out. They put out the most important game for each SEC team, right? So kind of talking about like which game on the schedule is going to be the biggest for each team this season. They put out, you know, and so when I first read the headline of the of the graphic, you know, I read the headline and then found Texas A&M and I was like, what? Because I read the headline and was thinking in my head, who's it going to be? Is it going to be this team, this team? And then I saw who, who it was and I was like, what? Okay, so according to On3, Texas A&M's most important game this season is the matchup at home against Auburn. I do not disagree. Now, I do believe there's multiple way, schools of thought in this conversation. And, and, and the one, you know, so like, you can make the argument it sets the tone for the season, okay? First SEC game, I don't mind that argument. I don't mind it. But I would raise you this. I would say, why then would you not argue that Miami is the most important game on the schedule if you're making the set the tone argument? Because I don't I, – I think Miami's going to be better than Auburn. Now, listen, I not – I think Auburn could be sneaky. Auburn's that team, it seems like every year that you're down on them, they – um, they they do something crazy. Hugh Freeze is back in the SEC. They went and got a transfer quarterback. I weird stuff happens at Auburn. I get that, but I, I just I don't think the Aggies are going to struggle to take care of business against Auburn. I don't. I mean, Texas A&M, uh, Auburn, of course, beat Texas A&M last season in Jordan Hare Stadium in Auburn um, in a game. It was like the destiny game of Coach Cadillac Williams, you know. And it was like that just felt like a game from the first snap. The Aggies weren't going to win that game. I think Texas a was the better team last season. They're the better team this season by substantially. I think they're the better team this season. So I just – I don't think the Aggies struggle to take care of business against Auburn. Um, so – and that to me is – why is that the most important game on the schedule? I wrote a list here of the games that I think are more important than this Auburn game on the schedule and then two games that I think are equal, okay? Games that I believe are more important than the Auburn matchup this season are Miami, Arkansas, Tennessee, Alabama, Ole Miss, and LSU. The games that I have is kind of equal are Mississippi State and South Carolina. I just, like I said, if you're making the setting the tone argument, I can get behind that. That's fair. I get it. Like if you were like the game that's going to set the each, if the graphic was this game is going to set the tone for each SEC team this season. Okay, sure. I get. You know what? Great. That's okay to put Auburn there because it is a big game. I mean, it is a game. Auburn's an SEC team. You know, the, you they come into your place. You don't play well. They can beat you. I, it's the SEC football. On any given day, everybody except for pretty much Vandy can beat people if you don't play your uh, if you don't play a solid football game. So Auburn, you know, if the Aggies are sleeping, if if Connor Wigman doesn't have a good game, you know, Auburn come in comes in and beats you. I, that could happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. So I just don't get the argument for why this game is so important. Now, another interesting thing in this graphic, the most important game on Arkansas' schedule, according to On3, is 
the game with Texas A&M. So a neutral site game, of course. Um, so like, I just, I mean, if, if I'm wrong, tell me, but I mean, like who agrees with me, Miami, Arkansas, Tennessee, Bama, Ole Miss, and LSU, I believe are all more important games on the schedule than the Auburn game. You know, okay. Like if you were doing this, if you were like counting the floor, like, okay, what is the floor of this Texas A&M team? This is not a, a team that I want to be counting the floor on. I want to be talking about ceiling much more than we're talking about floor, but it's like, if you're doing that, like, okay, let's count the games that the Aggies are going to win. New Mexico, Abilene Christian, Louisiana Monroe, Auburn, Mississippi State. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to talk about, like, you shouldn't be, you know, counting this as a game. It's like, well, that's the most important game because it's one of the toss-up games that the Aggies need to win. I don't think this is a toss-up game. I think they're going to be heavily favored. I think they're going to win this game by a couple of scores. I, I don't think it's going to be – and I think Auburn – Auburn's going to be back. They they will. I, I'm very confident saying that, but I don't think it's this year. Um, I just don't. I don't think it's this year for Auburn. And I think Texas A&M takes care of business. And when I say takes care of business, I think they do it somewhat handsomely. You know, so that's why I would argue that ga- the, the games like the Miami game, Miami, we're going to talk about them a little bit later for different reasons, but that's a game I see as being a little bit more important. Arkansas, that's a big game. That's a bit, you know, I mean, that's a big, you know, kind of tone setting game. The, and then you got your swing games, the games that can make or break your season with a Tennessee, Bama, and LSU. You, of course, get LSU and Tennessee on the road, Alabama at home. I've broke down the schedule. If you take care of business um, in your nine games other than Bama, LSU, and Tennessee, you and you can beat one of those teams, that's when we can get into a 10 and 2 conversation. Now, listen. I get all the jokesters, the uh, Texas fans, and I'm giving you all a hard time. I appreciate you all tuning in and um, seeing, you know, what the other team in Texas is doing. But um, watching watching me talk about the Aggies. But um, people that are down on Texas A&M this year, I just – I don't think it's – I'm trying to think how to make this argument. But, you know, te- the roster is too good. The coaching staff, when you bring on Petrino, it's too good. I don't – like – I, I I get all the people. I'm trying. Sorry, I'm trying to get to the point. But I get all the people kind of in the comments saying like, "Yeah, you know, they're five and seven last year. They suck. They're gonna suck this year." No, like no. They, lots of things went into last season, and I get it. I'm not out here making excuses. I I mean, you know, you don't do that. Injuries happened. That's an excuse. But like things happen. I don't want to make excuses. There was a lot wrong last year, but I think there's gonna be a lot right this year thanks to some good coaching, um, staff changes. I think. You have the positive of your 2022 class. Your young guys are developing. So, you know, I don't agree with the hate on the Aggies this season. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll be the first one to own it, but I think this team is going to be ridiculous. We're going to talk about the Aggies are uh, considered one of the most improved teams in the SEC. We're going to talk about that in segment three. Um, But, you know, so that's my argument here. I think think you could almost make the argument it's a little bit like – Saying that the Auburn game is the most important game on the schedule, I think that means that the people who made this list don't think Texas A&M is going to be able to have even a shot against like Arkansas. I'm sorry, against Tennessee, LSU, and Bama. Like even the Ole Miss game, that's a great example. The Ole Miss game, that that's another big swing game to where like it's on the road in Oxford, so not a cakewalk to a victory. Um, that's a game that I think is going to be a pivotal one to this season. It's a team. I think the, I think the Aggies are significantly better than Ole Miss. I think they're going to prove that. If you disagree, it's okay. I, you know, I appreciate the differing opinions on this, but like I think that is a like if I had to 
if I had to pick my answer to, to this question, what's the most important game on the on the schedule? I would say that it's Ole Miss or Alabama. I do I think the Aggies have a shot to beat Alabama at home this season. I really do. And I think if you're able to take care of if you're able to take care of business against Miami and Ole Miss and, and some of the kind of okay SEC teams in uh, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Auburn. If you can take care of business in those games and then you find a way to beat Bama, that's when college football playoff SEC championship conversations begin will begin to stir. Um, and I don't, you know, you can say that you can say it's crazy. I, I, I can, this is what I can confidently say. And if you disagree, that's okay. I, I pre- like I said, I appreciate all that, but. Texas A&M, I believe, is a team that could potentially play for an SEC championship or a uh, national cha- or, or make a college football playoff appearance this season. I wouldn't be one bit surprised. The roster is that good. Um, I, I just I think the schedule it's tough. It's an SEC schedule, so nothing about it's going to be easy. It's, but it, it's it's manageable. You know, you don't, you don't run into Georgia. You don't have anything painful like that. Um, so I, I just. I think so. You know, my point there is I think saying that Auburn is the most important game on the schedule, I think that means that the people making this list don't think the Aggies have a chance in some of these more important games, which I have heavy pushback to that argument. I do. I think the Aggies are going to. I, 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 I'm willing to put my, you know, stake in the ground that Texas AM beats one of three, one of these three teams in Tennessee, Bama, and LSU. If I had to lean somewhere, I'd probably say Tennessee. Or Bam at home. I don't love that matchup in Baton Rouge. I mean, you know, the Aggies beat LSU last season. Of course, that was at home. You have to go to uh, Baton Rouge this season, which I don't love that. But, um, you know, I just my, – my point here, to sum all this up, I think this list to me kind of says people are sleeping on the Aggies, which I, I get it. I, I like – frankly, I like it when the teams that I care about are slept on because I like, I like the underdog. I like being the team that, you know – if Texas A&M is a team that makes a, a magical run and goes to the college football playoff or something like that happens, I like people who know we, we we never expected them to be here. I love that. I think that's a fun part of sports. I'm not one bit upset people are, are down on the Aggies. I think it, it makes you sneaky. I think it makes teams um, – I think it makes the opposition at times look past you, things like that. So, But this Texas A&M team is not a team opponents should be looking past. The talent's too there. The, there's too much talent there all around. So I, I guess my point in all this is I, my more, most important game of the season, I, I'd have to say Ole Miss because I just think that is that is the hardest of the non-swing games. I call the swing games Tennessee, Bama, and LSU because you just have to take care of business in one of those three for a 10-2 and two season to be in play. But, you know, if you, if you beat Tennessee and then you lose to Ole Miss, then, you know, it's 9-3. and three. So you, you have to take care of business in the – easier games and I don't think going to Oxford is going to be easy by any means but I think it's going to be easier comparative to going to LSU and playing BAM at home so um, I disagree with on three's take that Auburn is the most important game on the schedule I heavily disagree with that Um, I do agree it's it's a starting point where you know it's you know you really you, you take care of business against Miami then you beat Auburn at home start the season four and oh okay I can get behind that like I get that but I just don't um, agree that it's the most important game on the schedule for a team that could potentially make a run at this. So, you know, if Texas A&M is a team that could that that will that could make a run in a few months, I don't think that Auburn's going to be the, mo- the most important game throughout that run. So that's my my opinion there. Um, 
So SEC Media Days is coming up. We know who's gonna, what players are going to be attending for the Aggies. Let's talk about some narratives that might be thrown at Jimbo Fisher during his time on the podium. But first, I got to talk about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Folks, today I was helping my friend Bryce move. They, um, Him and his girlfriend Sarah are moving across town, and we had to, had to help move. I helped a couple people move. Every, everybody's, all my friends are moving right now. Everybody's moving. Everybody's got stuff going on. But um, helping them move, and, you know, I was uncomfortable. I was, I was not happy. And there's one reason why my bird dogs were in the dang washing machine and I had to wear my other athletic shorts that aren't as comfortable. It was, it was painful. Carrying couches, carrying dressers is not fun when you're not wearing your bird dogs. I love these pants. Like, you know, of course they're a sponsor and I, and I think people get blindsided by that. It's like, I, I can't express like it. I, I would push these shorts on anybody sponsor or not. It's like when I find a new fishing lure I like and I, you know, tell all my buddies to buy it. That is how serious I am about these shorts. I love them. They are comfortable. They make you look good. They're versatile. Most amazing pair of uh, item of clothing I've ever owned in my life. And I cannot wait to get a few more pairs. I'm going to order those here soon. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's locked that's birddogs.com slash locked on college or promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you that. So SEC media days is right around the corner, folks. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I was there last year. It was a really good time. Got, you know, a lot of fun interviews doing that last season. Uh, really, it's a really great time. It's also in Nashville which is one of my favorite places in the world. I love Nashville. I love country music. I love everything about it. So I, I can't wait to get up to Nashville. Really looking forward to that. That's coming up here. I'm heading out on Sunday, um, and we uh, will be there Monday through Thursday. I forget what day Coach Fisher is going on the podium, but let's discuss some of the narratives that might be thrown around at Coach Fisher, and let's talk about the players that are going to be attending and why I think it was a great decision by the coaching staff to send these guys. So narratives thrown at Coach Fisher, you know, SEC media days, we all – it's it's always like – it's interesting to see what people ask. I, You know, um, one thing I always say is my, um, my peers and colleagues in the media, people tend to ask questions like, you know, I, I just – I don't like the personal attack questions. Like, I'll give you an example. Hugh Freeze, you know, of Auburn is going to be back in the SEC for the first time since he was at Ole Miss. Everybody knows what went down there. And you know there's going to be questions about it. I just – that's not what this is about to me. I think this is asking football questions about your football team, X, Y, and Z. Like, same thing with Jimbo. That could be a narrative. Do people ask about um, Coach Petrino and not really the football side of Coach Petrino, some of the other things – I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think that's what this is about. That's my one pushback to these media day stuff is people getting into that kind of stuff. That's it's not how I go about things. I don't think it is how people should go about things. But, um, you know, the narrative that I think that – so I, I'm excited to ask football-related questions to Coach Fisher, to all you know, different SEC coaches, different players. And 
So Coach Fisher, you know, the first thing, I think you're, you're going to hear a lot of questions about Coach Petrino, and I'm really excited to hear Jimbo's answers to those questions because, you know, I, I want to hear him talking about positive. And you want to hear, too, like I might ask him, like that might be one of the questions I've been thinking about what I'm going to talk to Coach Fisher about, but like is are you going to let go? Are you going to let – um are you going to let Coach Petrino take over the offense? And, you know, pe- that's been a big question mark in the offseason is, is does, you know, w- will Coach Fisher fully let go of it, take his hand off the playbook? And, you know, I've been very open with my opinion on why I think the offense is going to be better this year, why Wigman's going to take a step forward, all this different stuff. And a lot, not a lot, like 99.9764% of that has to do with Coach Petrino taking over the offense. I am – fully buying what he, what coach Petrino is going to do for the Aggies. Um, so, you know, if coach Fisher isn't ready to hand that over, you know, we've heard reports that he is going to, it's going to be the coach Petrino show, but you never know. I mean, it, it, sometimes it can be hard to let go. So that might be a question that, that gets brought up. That'd be an interesting narrative surrounding, um, surrounding coach Fisher, what he's going to talk about. You know, that that's one definitely stands out to me. Um, I want to know his thoughts on that. And is it going to be coach speech? Well, we're I'm gonna have a headset on and we're gonna all talk about plays. Like I want I, I don't I want a real genuine answer. Um I, I do. I just I, I think it I would I would I would love a genuine answer to that question. That's a narrative I can see floating around. I would love for people to ask a question like, you know, five and seven, Coach Fisher, you're five and seven last year. What what's going to improve? Why is that not going to happen again? Why is this team going to be a team that could compete for X, Y, and Z? That's a question I'd like to hear someone potentially, if not myself, ask Coach Fisher. It's like, why is this team going to be better than it was last season? Um, and you just you – know, that's where you hope – I hope he name drops some players. I hope he says, well, uh, Wigman and Stewart and Bryce Foster and and Walter Nolan and X, Y, and Z players, if you've been – the improvement in practice has been crazy – this team, the coaching staff, we've all figured a lot out, and this season is going to be different. Like, I'd love to hear a positive answer about something like that, which, I mean, he wouldn't, you know, if you asked him that, he wouldn't say something negative. He wouldn't be like, well, I think we might stink again. Like, no, obviously he's going to give you a positive answer to that question, but I would love to hear his reasoning to a positive answer. Why is it going to be better this season? What do Aggie fans have to be excited about? Um, You know, that's an area I want to hear him talking about, but those are the two biggest things I want to hear him talking about. Um, the three guys coming with Coach Fisher to Nashville for media days, Fidel Diggs, McKinley Jackson, and Anaya Smith. I like this. So we're going to talk a little bit about, like, the size of this. So older guys, you know, Diggs and Jackson are both 2020 guys recruit-wise, and then Anaya Smith, of course, 2019. So they've been around a long time. And I like that because I like when you bring your – so, like, I'm sure a lot of people are going to say, you know, why didn't you bring Wigman or Evan Stewart or – or um, you know why not bring why not bring your 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 big time players you know why why not bring Ruben Owens why not stuff like that um, and I don't think that's always what it's about I think it's more about bringing guys who have been leaders in the program have been around older guys you know great teammates great people I, I look at going to SEC media days as an award truly I mean it's uh, I think it's something you've earned by being a good teammate a good person a good student a good uh, friend, you know, coachable, hard worker. And I think those words I just talked about, these three players, Diggs, Jackson, and Smith, 
truly exemplify that on the field in, you know, around town. So I, I, I don't mind, you know, I like bringing older guys that are going to come and just represent your program. Well, um, like I forget who it was last year. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. But like, I, I think my point here is I think having players that are going to well represent your program is a really positive thing. So, and that's what these guys are going to do. I think it's a good thing. Um, so like, why didn't you bring Wigman? Like, I, I, if that's your take, I, I don't, I appreciate it. I, I agree that with there, like I would have loved to, for, for Connor to have been there to get, talk to him. And, um, but you know, so like one of the questions I want to ask, which is nice that Anias will be there. I can ask him like, um, what is the offense looking like? What's Coach Petrino done? What are you looking forward to this season? So, you know, there's definitely some positives there. I'm going to get talk about some offensive stuff, some defensive line stuff with, with Diggs and Jackson. Um, so definitely, you know, there's some players that you could fool around and say, well, why didn't you bring this guy X, Y, and Z? But all in all, I think Coach Fisher brought three guys that are going to represent Texas A&M very well in Nashville for SEC Media Days. Are the Aggies going to be the most improved team in college football? 24-7 sports seems to think so. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. 24-7 Sports put out a list where they ranked the their most improved teams um, going into this season. The Aggies were number one. There were 10 teams. I wrote down some other notable teams on the list. Miami, uh, of course, opponent of Texas A&M was at two. Texas was at five. Auburn at 10. Arkansas, or Colorado at seven. And Arkansas at 10. Did I read that right? Let me go through this again. Miami at two. Texas at five. Colorado at seven. Auburn at eight. Arkansas at 10. So, um, you know, interesting list. Like, I, I think here, like, I, the positive to me is this. I think you see two different sides. So the on three list where, you know, the on three list that we just talked about that had Texas most important game being Auburn. My, my argument there would be this. My argument, you know, they. I, I talked about how I, I disagree with that, and I think that's kind of negative towards Texas A&M. I think that's the polar opposite here in regards to this 24-7 sports list. I think this is a more positive list. You know, there's some football teams that people are really high on on this list. Texas, Miami, Arkansas, Colorado. There's a lot of teams people are really high on this season. So the fact that Texas A&M was number one on this list, I think that says a lot about what this team could be this year. Um, You know, and I've I've, I've been saying this for months now. I think this team is going to be really improved, is going to be one of the more improved teams in college football. Now, you could say, well, they were 5-7 and seven last year. I mean, heck, it's hard to be worse. Good, touche, good point. I don't disagree with you. But I just, I, you know, I, 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 it's, it's the, the funniest thing I've learned doing this show for you all for a couple months now is like, you know, having my thoughts on the program and the football team and why I'm so high on Texas A&M. You know, I'm not out here just making takes and making opinions willy-nilly. I put a lot of background research, um, statistics, numbers, run this and all that into my opinions, like and everything on, you know, Coach Petrino, why Wigman's going to be better, uh, all the offensive line. Like, a lot goes into this. It's not just willy-nilly takes. And I, like, am very confident saying that this season is going to be a massive improvement from last year. Now, once again, that's not a crazy take to make because it's hard to be worse. But I think seeing a list like this from 24-7 Sports, I think it has to make Aggie fans happy. 
you have to feel better. It's like, you know, and I get it. There's some disrespect. We talked about the on three list. There's some disrespect, which is fine. The Aggies deserve it a little bit. You know, we talked about that. Some other disrespect the Aggies have been receiving in the national media. Um, and I get it. You, you kind of deserve a little bit of it. But um, I think the team is going to prove the disrespect and the hate wrong on the field this year. And I think seeing a list like this from 24-7 Sports kind of, you know, exp- shows that on in writing as to why the Aggies are going to have have a much better season in front of them. So, you know, seeing Texas A&M, my last argument on this point here is seeing Texas A&M ahead of schools like Miami and Texas and Arkansas and Colorado and Auburn on this most improved list, I think it says a lot. To me, it says that 24-7 sports, a well-respected name in college football, recruiting, analytical stuff, they are is very high on the Aggies, and I think that's a good thing. It has to make you happy as a Texas A&M fan. I know it does myself. Um, so I just think this is another graphic article that backs Texas A&M having a big comeback year after what was a painful, awful, rough 2022 season. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Aggies. As always, I appreciate you all tuning in. Truly, um, you know, I say it a lot, but it, it is a blessing to be able to do this for you all on a day-to-day basis, um, you know, to just get to talk about Texas A&M athletics. It's, it's a dream come true. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. I couldn't be – I wouldn't be here. I couldn't be here without you. So I appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, and lastly, like I said, I will be at SEC Media Days. There will be a lot of fun content on that. So be stay tuned for that. That will be coming up next week. But like I said, that is going to do it. Have a great rest of your day, and we will see you tomorrow.